The Boston Bruins are the first team in NHL history to begin the season with a 12-0 home record. This after a Black Friday matinee win over the Carolina Hurricanes. We're going to talk about all this and more on today's special live episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be. Today is Friday, November 25th, and this episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. That's Bet Online, where the game starts. Thank you so much for taking some time to listen to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast every day, Monday through Friday. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. So open up your podcast app, go to YouTube, search up Locked On Boston Bruins, and smash that subscribe button. You can find the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at Locked NHL Bruins. You can find me, my dad jokes, and hockey tweets at ENC McLaren. And let's get into it, shall we? The Bruins winning here on Friday afternoon against the Carolina Hurricanes, extending their win streak to begin the season at home to 12 games, setting the NHL record for consecutive home wins to begin a season. And it was a bit touch and go here on Thursday, oh, sorry, Friday afternoon, as the Hurricanes built a 2-0 lead in this one and the Bruins were forced to uh, pull off a pretty impressive comeback against a very good Hurricanes team that, of course, eliminated them from the postseason uh, last season, of course, back in the spring. Uh, The Hurricanes jumped out to a 2-0 lead in the first period after goals from Stefan Nason and Jesperi Kotkaniemi, both of which came on the power play. Boston's penalty kill has been uh, a little lacking, especially over the past couple of games. They've allowed five power play goals over the last two games, and uh, they're certainly missing Derek Forbort on the back end, in their own zone, on uh, the penalty kill. Uh, They started off ranked at the top on the penalty kill across the NHL. Uh, Still, I think, second in that stat, but it's taken a big hit since Derek Forbort has been out, and he's still week-to-week, I believe. So the Bruins really need to key in on this in practice over the next uh, several days in advance of um, their next game against the Tampa Bay Lightning, but we'll talk about that here in a moment. From there, the Bruins took over. Uh, David Krejci scored 
with uh, just about 30 seconds left in the second period. His seventh goal of the season from David Pasternak and Pavel Zaka. The check line coming up big. And then the big turning point was in the third period. Uh, David Krejci appeared to score again uh, from Zaka and Nick Foligno. The problem was Nick Foligno was parked in front of the net. And the initial ruling was that he had interfered with Carolina Hurricanes goaltender uh, Pyotr Kotkachev. Head coach Jim Montgomery wisely challenged that call. And after a fairly lengthy review, it was deemed that uh, Brett Pesci was all over Felino in front of the net like he was about to case the uh, McAllister house at Thanksgiving and was indeed not guilty of goaltender interference because it was Pesci who initiated the contact and Felino really had nowhere to go. So Krejci credited with his eighth goal of the season and the uh, Bruins tied things up. Pretty wild from there as there were several um, penalty calls, a delay of game, puck over glass with a minute left, Jordan Stahl uh, held Patrice Bergeron's stick. Finally, in overtime, there was a too many men on the ice call on the Carolina Hurricanes. They can't even count. Oh, that's embarrassing. And it was David Pasternak who rifled the shot over Kokachev's far shoulder on the power play, securing the 12th win in a row for the Boston Bruins on home ice. Uh, they overcame the 2-0 deficit to establish the NHL record. They're now 19-0-0 on home ice since April 16th, including the playoffs. It's the sixth time in NHL history a team has won that many consecutive games on home ice, uh, regular season or playoffs, spanning seasons uh, or otherwise. So the Bruins extending their overall record here to begin the season to 18-3, 12 of those wins coming on home ice. And uh, just an unbelievable way to cap what's been a memorable start for the Bruins already, but to get that extra win on home ice to set the NHL record uh, is something special. And uh, shout out to everybody who was at the game. Seems like it was an unbelievable atmosphere, a raucous environment, and uh, quite a show. The Bruins always seem to put on a show on Black Friday. I tweeted before the game that overtime winner against the New York Rangers three years ago where David Pasternak fed it to David Krejci in front of the net. Uh, this one, as electric of an ending with David Pasternak uh, scoring his 14th goal of the season. Now, it wasn't all good news for the Bruins in this one. There was a couple of key injuries that we'll talk about here in a moment, as well as award the Big Bear of the night. Uh, but first... This episode is brought to you by Bet Online. It's your number one source for sports betting information, stats, news, 
and analysis. You can get all the latest uh, stats, trends, props, futures on every professional and amateur league out there from football to basketball, the World Cup of uh, soccer, NHL, esports. They've got it all at betonline.net. They're the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. You can head to their website or use your mobile device to learn more at BetOnline, where the game starts. A quick thank you once again for making Locked On Bruins part of your day. For your second listen, check out Locked On Sports today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories across the world of sports, Go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights that only Locked On can provide. That's Locked On Sports Today, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. All right, so Bruins, 3-2 overtime winners over the Carolina Hurricanes here on Friday afternoon. Uh, Great Comeback win for the Bruins and uh, getting a question here in the chat from uh, Tim Possible on uh, Twitter who asks, what happened to Linus Allmark could not watch the game? Well, that could be, I guess, the second biggest story from this game. The setting of the new NHL record, of course, takes precedence. But there's cause for concern here as Linus Allmark was injured during this one and did skate off on his own accord, but was not able to return. There was a, first of all, there was an apparent icing call that was not whistled down. The play was allowed to continue. A bit of a scramble in front of the Bruins net, and in an effort to support his goaltender, Connor Clifton made a leap through the crease and landed on Allmark's head. Now, it wasn't readily apparent what the issue was with regards to Linus Ulmark. Uh, He wasn't necessarily favoring any particular body part as he skated off the ice, but the Bruins did uh, tweet out that he has an upper body injury and would not be able to return to the game. Now, Jeremy Swayman came in and made six saves on six shots in relief. Uh, Actually picked up the win in this one. Uh, And so it's possible that he might be leaned on a bit more heavily here coming up if Olmark is out of the lineup for any length of time. Thankfully, there's a few days between games here, but uh, Olmark was down on the ice for a couple minutes, and it certainly did not look great at the time. So hopefully nothing serious, but we'll know more over the weekend when the Bruins convene next for practice. Keep an eye out as well for a possible Keith Kincaid recall from Providence. I talked yesterday about how Swayman hasn't been very sharp so far this season. He did look good in relief in this game in limited time, but... but he's got a sub 900 save percentage so far this season. And the Bruins got to hope that he's uh, confined his game here. If he is indeed called upon to 
get some more starts coming up. Another injury for the Bruins in this one, uh, Craig Smith was banged up. I believe he's listed as having a lower body injury. He was not able to return uh, either to this one. And, you know, Craig Smith hasn't been very effective in the time that he has been in the lineup this season. I believe only three goals. This was his 11th or 12th game. Um, so, again, something to keep an eye on in terms of his availability for the next game and whether or not they have to recall somebody. Trent Frederick already out of the lineup as well due to injury. So maybe a Jacob Lauco could come in. Uh, no official updates I'm seeing here from Jim Montgomery after the game per Connor Ryan. Uh, Bruins hoping that both will be day-to-day, but more testing is needed, which is fair. Now the Bruins uh, definitely deserved to win this game. Uh, if you look at natural stat trick, 5-on-5, five five, they had 64.4% of the shot attempts. Scoring chances were 73.2 in favor of the Bruins, 69.2 in terms of high danger chances. Uh, Peter Kokachev certainly uh, stood tall for the Carolina Hurricanes in this one, coming off a game in which he allowed four goals against the Arizona Coyotes the other night. Uh, in between that, he also signed a four-year contract extension with the Hurricanes uh, that will kick in next season with a $2 million AAV. We kind of got a glimpse there of why uh, the Hurricanes are so high on him uh, heading into the future. I should add, in the five minutes that Craig Smith played, he recorded four minutes in penalties. Again, not a very um, effective performance here for Craig Smith, even in that limited time. As far as the big bear of the night goes, there's a few candidates. Krejci, of course, with the two goals, five shots, two blocks, uh, sorry, one block, two hits, 18 minutes and 56 seconds of ice time for the Bruins. Taylor Hall didn't hit the score sheet, but he did have seven shots to lead the team, uh, which was uh, very impressive. Uh, David Pasternak, one goal, the game winner, added an assist. Uh, he also had four shots on goal. He also had four minutes in penalties, which kind of took away from his performance. I think I might give it to Pavel Zaka on this one. He had a secondary assist on Krejci's first goal. He had a primary assist on Krejci's second goal, and he continues to uh, show why the Bruins were so high in, on him, acquiring him uh, from the New Jersey Devils this past offseason. He's got uh, three goals, 11 assists in 21 games now. And, uh, you know, that whole check line. Let's just give the check line the big bear of the game. Uh, they were instrumental in this one, getting all the goals, a bunch of assists. Nick Felino chipping in with the assists as well as being uh, non-interference uh, involved in the uh, Krejci goal that tied things up. That whole check line playing fantastic at the moment, and um, David Krejci is on fuego 
He has now scored, uh, what, six goals in his last one, two, three, four, five games. And uh, like I said on yesterday's podcast, incredibly thankful that he is back in black and gold. Uh, Jason LaFleur here in the chat saying it looks like it could have been a shoulder issue. When I first saw the Allmark injury, it seemed like Clifton came down pretty hard on his on his head, neck, shoulder. In slow motion, it didn't look as hard of a fall. It seemed like a more awkward twisting of Allmark's body, so who knows? Uh, they just need to do some more tests. Um, Dimian Mello here in the chat saying as well, look like Smith could have been benched, and rightfully so. Like I said, he did not play well, uh, but it did look like he was banged up, and the Bruins, I'm pretty sure, tweeted out that he was officially removed from the game because of a lower body injury. So that's the story from this one, and there's a lot to keep up with over the weekend with possible injuries to Allmark and Smith and what the lineup could look like heading into the next game. Uh, We're going to talk next about what's on deck for the Boston Bruins. But again, I just wanted to thank you all for uh, eight, those of you who are tuning in live here on YouTube, and also for checking out uh, Locked On Bruins once, twice, a few times a week, even every day. Those of you who do that, special place in my heart. Uh, Tim Possible saying he listens on Spotify, go Bruins. Just got another chat asking, are you a Boston Bruins fan? Well, seems pretty obvious. I'm on here every day chatting about the Boston Bruins. And uh, again, thank you so much for those of you who listen. Do subscribe if you haven't already. That would be very much appreciated. And uh, of course, this is a special live episode. We'll be back on Monday with a fresh episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Now, in terms of what's next for Boston, they actually have the entire weekend off. And Monday, they're getting a a long uh, Thanksgiving weekend off here uh, for some reason. Kind of a bummer that we don't get to watch this team over the weekend. They're off Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and then they'll be back on the ice to host the Tampa Bay Lightning. Try to push this home win streak to 13. Uh, on Tuesday, the 29th, at 7 p.m. Then they get another three days off, and then we'll be back in action on Saturday, December 3rd, 7 p.m., against the defending Stanley Cup champion Colorado Avalanche. To wrap up this homestand, they'll host the Vegas Golden Knights, Bruce Cassidy, Jack Eichel, and company, on Monday, December 5th. So, Not going to get any easier for the Bruins. I I talked about how this was a pretty tough stretch coming up, including the three games this past week. Tampa win 5-3 over the Lightning on the road. That setback against the Panthers on Wednesday. Now they're back on a winning track here against the Carolina Hurricanes to get four points from those three teams 
excellent start to this uh, challenging stretch. And again, it's not going to get any easier. Tampa, Colorado, Vegas, then they're on the road in Colorado. Brief reprieve against the Coyotes, although I'd mentioned they just shut out the Hurricanes the other night. Uh, So they're not necessarily an easy out. And then they will be in Vegas on December 11th to end the road trip. Oh, yes. Thank you for um, reminding me of this, uh, Tim. Winter Classic jerseys were announced today. Uh, He said they're okay. His least favorite of the four Winter Classic jerseys. I'm actually the opposite. They're my favorite of the Winter Classic jerseys so far. I didn't love the first one with the weird font uh, on the spoke to be. Uh, I didn't mind the one with the bear on the front, the white one with the plain B. Okay, this one, um, Meth Bear, for all of you who have listened before, know that I am a Bruins fan from the late 80s, early 90s. That's the team that brought me in. Meth Bear, prominent on the shoulder patch, and um, I do like the prominent placement of Meth Bear on the front, the Boston script, and um, yeah, I think it's going to pop on uh, January 2nd at the Winter Classic. Very excited to get uh, the toque when it becomes available in Canada. Oh, just seeing uh, Will McLaren jumping in the chat. says, I don't know this guy. Very funny, Will. I'm your father. You're upstairs. It's been a PA day here. Uh, for the boys as uh, we had parent-teacher interviews to attend. Only one today as we tried to spread them out. Um, Almost impossible to believe that they remained quiet through this whole time. Thank you, boys. Now I will get this downloaded, get it going on the podcast feed, and go grab some McDonald's for two of the boys who are staying home with me tonight as another one is headed out with uh, Mummy to go see a production of Matilda at our local theater. Me and the other two might stay home and uh, watch Harry and the Hendersons, which just dropped on Crave today and is a classic. Perhaps Avatar as well. We haven't quite decided. You're not welcome, Will says. Well, that's just rude. Impossible Pie lives in Windsor, Ontario. Not too far at all. All right, that's it for today's episode. Thanks to those who jumped on the uh, live stream here on YouTube. Haven't done this since uh, free agency. Maybe something that we'll do a bit more often. It was an opportunity here with um, this afternoon game. Stonks asking, what did Allmark's injury look like? Hard to say. Definitely upper body in nature, shoulder, neck, hopefully not head. And um, like Jim Montgomery said, we'll know more about him and Craig Smith as they do some further testing over the weekend. All right, friends, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, have a fantastic weekend, and we'll talk to you again on Monday here on Locked On Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day.